Hello, Kyle. Hi, hey, Thor. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Happy fine. How are you doing? Thank you for doing this. It's a, a real honor to do it. <laughs> uh, it's so good. It's so good, you know. You gotta spread the word, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, I guess to start off, uh, uh, what point in your life did uh, music find you, and uh, when did you start heading into the, the composing uh, area of it? Uh-huh. Well, I come from a musician's family in Brazil. Uh, my mother is one of like 17 brothers and sisters, so lots of my uncles are musicians. Mm -hmm. um, so I grew up around music. And, and, and then composition, I don't know why, man. You know, I, I always liked, um, liked melodies, let's say. And, and very early on, you know, I realized that by being playful with, you know, two or three notes, you know, you get the variations, and each one of the variations between those notes do create a different mood. Mm -hmm. So I was always fascinated by that. And so that's, that's how it started, really. Um, you know, by listening to, to, you know, Brazilian music is very rich, uh, right. you know, in, in melodies, and, and then there is a classical per se, you know, orchestral Brazilian music from Villa Lobos, Francisco Mignoni, and all these other, you know, like turn of the last century uh, composers that are very, 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 you know, unique. Right. Using the elements, you know, uh, like Villa Lobos did, and, and there's another guy called Guerra Peixe, you know, from the northeast of Brazil, he used a lot of elements from the ethnic side of the culture, you know, uh, so that always kind of, you know, uh, I think helped planting that seed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I get, did, did growing up in Brazil and being, you know, surrounded in that, in that rich musical culture, did, did that influence your style and your sensibilities and your approach to uh, narrative scoring? I think so. I think so. I think so. Uh, I think film music, you know, or film in general, invites the foreign eye, per se, you know, right. the outside, the view, you know. So if, if, if you have a, a view that, you know, it's being kind of fed by a strong uh, culture, you know, because Brazilian culture, when we talk about Brazilian culture, we talk about, um, you know, European culture, we talk about, you know, uh, the native, the, we talk about African culture, you know, and that is all part of what creates our, you know, kind of melting pot, per se. Mm -hmm. So I believe that, to a certain degree, uh, you know, since kids, when we read, you know, uh, not only the native, like Brazilian, uh, you know, repertoire of literature, but we know more about European stuff, we know more about the African stuff, because they do teach at school, you know, to a certain degree. Uh, I think that, in a way, when you look at a picture here in America, you know, and it's talking about a particular human emotion, right? I, I think, I think you have, you know, just one, or, or, uh, 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 you have more to the, to the, to the, to the palette of like. Um, how to analyze that? How to how to be touched by it? How to how to to 
yeah, just to, to, to see through different eyes. You know, I think all these influences uh, help you to see, you know, that same piece of video, per se, you know, or the, or the same his story or the same moment in a, in a movie, maybe in a different way that a director or uh, a producer, you know, would see it. And that's the great thing about being part of the collaborative group of, you know, film mm -hmm. is that the more you do, the more they, they will be welcoming, you know, not only for the music side, but, you know, the filmmaking itself, you know, because it's all part of one big thing, you know. Right, which I, I, I believe that filmmaking is collaborative, and I think that it, it should extend into every aspect of filmmaking, you know, be it music or camera operating, and, you know, I just feel like the more minds you have working on it, the more shared experiences, you know, you can, you can have with that. And, and the more people understand who you are, you know, the, the more comfortable they will be, mm -hmm. you know, with, in giving such a, you know, an important part of their lives, you know, some, some of these projects stays, stay with a director for two or three years right. until it arrives in your hands and will be with you for two or three months. You know, so to a certain degree, I think it's very important that what we were talking about before, you are really aware of it, you know, your personal experiences and influences, but also to keep feeding those influences to this day. Right. You know what I mean? So you are not satisfied with whom you are, but who you want to become. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're part of, I mean, you're part of a big, uh, I guess, collaborative family at Remote Control Productions. and. I mean, is it beneficial to have so many, you know, talented people around you where you can go ask questions or they can listen, you provide feedback? I mean, does that, like, uh, feed your inspiration? I think, to me, you know, I must say, uh, um, I came, like, through the front door, man, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in the sense of, like, Hans needed some Brazilian music for as good as it gets, and there... Uh, he, I, I already introduced myself by collaborating with him with my own music. Right. You know, uh, but because of that, uh, I think I was in a way always, um, always, uh, yeah, part of these meetings. But uh, I guess in his eyes and everybody else's eyes, because of the guitar playing as well, uh, you know, I could always add one more thing to what they were up to. Mm -hmm. uh, so in his case, for example, there are many movies of Hans's that I don't even write, I don't even work with his melody. I wrote my own melody for his movie. Right. You know what I mean? It was just because that character, you know, he says, man, just take care of that character. And that, but that involved me being in the meetings with the directors and the producers and him, mm -hmm. you know, and the other guys that were doing arrangements of his melodies or not sometimes. Um, so to me, definitely was, and it still is, um, a great experience. The, the truth is, on the other hand, the more I do my own movies, which in the last four years, it's pretty much what has been going on, mm -hmm. the less I can participate on that process. Because I used to do the same with Harry Gregson Williams, you know, I did... A lot of stuff with him for Unstoppable, for Taking of Pelham, for Domino. Mm -hmm, yes. you know, 
where we would just get, he, he would say, man, come up with like a riff, you know, let's do it together. And that thing becomes a big part of the score, you know, somehow because the musicianship, you know, years of dedicating myself also to the guitar made them feel comfortable of me contributing with that side of things. Right. So, so to me, I guess the guitar and my personal composing kind of thing uh, already was like a, you know, another another way of making them feel, you know, we should be doing this a little together, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm answering your question. A part of your question, sorry for being so long, is is that um, it is great that. I am here, but I think the fact that I was a mus- I, uh, I came in as a musician and a composer to to begin with, uh, it helped me tremendously. Right, and I mean, also, I mean, you have worked as a featured, you know, solo musician on these scores, but you've also co-composed, you know, with uh, like "Ask the Dust" with Ramin, and then recently with Hans, it's complicated, and then you know, with this. Oh yeah, for example, uh, the pledge. You know, the main thing. It's my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madagascar, the, the friendship thing is something that I started with, you know, and I said, Hans, look at this. And, and, and he took it from there. And so uh, with, with John Powell, I am Sam. A lot of that music, you know, it's very obvious because it's like the more African-oriented music in, in, in I am Sam that, you know, the director heard me playing it. And, and John also said, man, this is great. Just do whatever you feel like it. And, and Harry the same with Puss in Boots, for example, mm-hmm. you know, in the Shrek movies. Hey, man, just do that flamenco thing, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, that's why I meant to say in terms of, like, I came through the front door, not, not minimizing anybody else's way of getting into it, you know, not at all. It's just, uh, I think, that position where I was as a musician helped me tremendously to be at the same level that they were as composers. Right. And, yeah. I mean, when, when you two, like, say you're working on a score and you're writing, and, I mean, you have two very unique voices uh, between the two of you, whether it be with Hans or Ramin, or, and, uh, I mean, do you guys work together kind of in the same room, or do you kind of say, all right, I'm going to go off and do this separately, and then we'll, you know, reconvene and talk about it, or is it, you know, what kind of process is that to co-compose? I think it varies from... from from movie to movie, mm-hmm. but uh, I think, for example, After the Dust with Ramin, definitely we did a lot from my room, and then, uh, you know, he would go and do his bit, and, and I would do mine, and then we sometimes would start or map a cue together, and I would orchestrate one, he would orchestrate other, and with Hans, uh, and it's complicated, for example, or riding cars with uh, with boys. Mm-hmm. I read an older movie. Uh, the way we did is he would come to my room and, and and I would show him some melodies that I that I did, you know. Uh, and he says, "Oh man, let's do that." But what about if you, instead of playing major here, you went minor, uh, or why don't you do this? And, and you know, it's just like that collaborative thing, and. And yeah, it, it, I would take a, a certain amount of cues. He would take a certain amount of cues. Sometimes we would invite some other guys to help with a different style that would contribute to make just the movie better. Because ultimately, 
this whole process it's geared to give the movie the best music it can have. Right, right. Yeah. You know, like the movie first, you know, uh, and that's what I feel uh, this place has to, you know, it comes definitely from Hans and, and, and where he came from, you know, from Stanley Myers in England. Mm-hmm. This whole, whole, like, dedication to the, the movie, you know, it's not even about the music, it's really the movie, the storytelling, the message that you want to pass, you know, yeah. Hopefully, it's long-lasting and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree completely. But uh, so I, I've I've never been on a set. I mean, through working on my short films or anything like that, where you know an argument has you know never has always arised. And I'm sure when you have two you know people working, if you come to a disagreement, like how how do you I guess compromise if you like you want to do something and then the other, you know someone else wants to do the other way. How do you guys? you know, kind of hammered out to make sure what's going to work best for the film? Um, you know, man, that's a good question. You know, uh, to me, I, I compromise with the, sometimes with the director mm-hmm. and, 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 the, and the producers, you know, because they have an idea, I have another idea, and I try to find then what is the music representation of that, you know, uh, Congress, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> uh, how do I translate this in such musical way that, you know, we help the movie, you know, so, but this is with the filmmakers, I don't know, man, with, with the guys, somehow, we always tend to find a, we always tend to find a common term, you know, that we, in the end, we are always happy. I'm happy with what he gave me. He's happy with what I've given him. Uh, I think it comes very much from the fact that, like Hans, uh, or even more than him, uh, to a degree, I come from pop music. Right. You know? And, and man, in pop music, you're making a record. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have two months to finish that record. You have an afternoon <laughs> to cut song. You know, if you're going to start, like, elucubrating too much, you know, so what we do, I tell you what it is, Kaya, I think we listen to each other a lot. Mm, that's good. You know, it's yeah. like, uh, with Hans and with Harry, uh, it's funny because I'm telling tell you all this, and I'm kind of a little, like, I say, like, uh, and I haven't done this in such a while now. <laughs> 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 uh, it's like talking the past tense and this stuff, man. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, it's almost like uh, a bit of a band. Right. You uh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows what my forte is. I know what his forte is, his Germanic thing and my Latin American <laughs> thing. And how we can make a new nation out of this <laughs> and help the movie. You know, the same with Harry and, and some other composers that I've collaborated with. So I think that's more or less how it goes. Uh, you listen a lot, and you find your spot. You know, um, yeah, that's how it goes. That's yeah, that I like. That's a good answer. Um, and so you're also no stranger to animated and you know children's films. And no. So in the you know you just did the Smurfs, but you also came off you know a huge movie. Uh, like Despicable Me, and a movie, you know, fully animated like that, you know, takes three to four years to bring to the screen. So when in that process, within the, you know, three to four years, do you come in 
and start working on the music? It depends. You know, if they need a, a, a section of the movie where hopefully when they screen it at early stages, mm -hmm. you know, they would like to have to a certain degree, you know, a, 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 a certain amount of animation to the beat of the music, you know, mm -hmm. uh, they are singing, you know, the characters are singing or they're dancing to something. Uh, then you you would already commit on a tempo. You would already commit to um, to uh, the spirit of what the music is emanating, so the characters feel like what you see. Right. Uh, so that you do generally in the beginning of the music in the process, and then the more you know they get into the you know the, the finalizing of it, uh, the more you you get involved. But to start with, uh, just like specific scenes that need uh, a tempo or a specific emotion, you know, uh, generally to do with the, yeah, with the, the animation in sync with the beat of right. the music. Uh -huh. all that. Mm. So, you, I mean, you also worked on the Smurfs, which was, you know, you know, congratulations on that. It was big. And I think they, or I already read, they greenlit the sequel. So, um, but how did you get involved with, you know, that, that franchise? I had done, uh, talking about kids' movies, eh, man? Uh, I had done the Chihuahua movie. Right, oh, you yeah. Know, <laughs> with Raja, you know, and, and he was, you know, he is such a great, you know, person to collaborate with, you know, great musical ears, um, a very, very conscious of the timing of jokes and and so you know the more as much as I've given mm -hmm. to him you know as a musician and contributed to his movie I think I've gained and grown a lot as a musician and as a composer mm -hmm. you know working with him so that's how it started with the Chihuahua and yeah I think that's that's that, that that that's the story behind it. You know, it started with the Chihuahua, and I wrote a song for for the for one for the main character, and and, and I I even sung. There was a part of in the movie that it didn't make the movie, but I used to be this character in a in a square late night uh, in Mexico City singing. <laughs> Play, you know, the song that I've written that suddenly, lately became the main tune and the main melody of the movie. And I orchestrated that for days, but he liked the very simple uh, voice guitar thing. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it happens sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, he loves melodies. You know, to me, if you have a melody, then you have counter melodies. Mm -hmm. And if the melody is animated when needed, then you have rhythms, you know, that don't need pitch, but they are already recognized by the power, the simple power of the, 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 the memorable rhythm that that melody has. Yeah, 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 right. You know, I always try to find that, that kind of thing, you know, I mean, given the proportions, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm not reinventing anything, you know, but I, but I do, I, I am very attentive to the things that I think make music more special to me. Mm -hmm. so when I write something, you know, I make sure that in a way or another, I have those as tools that later on in a, you know, in the fourth reel in a movie will come handy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I, 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 I get that from your music. Your, 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 your thematic sensibility always has a, a hook, and then that kind of plants a seed and a grounding throughout the entire score. And that's what I, I love about your music. So, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I guess to jump to the other side of the spectrum, one of my uh, favorite scores of yours is "Running the Sahara." And, mm-hmm. and I loved how you captured the the setting, the the goals of the char- the runners, and just the, the the rich human spirit of it all. It was very beautiful. And uh, I mean, how did you approach composing a documentary differently than a, a fictional film? Um, if it was different at all. Yeah. Well, I was just about to say. Um, with with the animation, you want to make it believable mm-hmm. because you know when you are a kid, you believe that you know as a boy, you believe in in my childhood, I believe that my action heroes could actually talk to me mm-hmm. and, and and they get and they got hurt if I dropped them. <laughs> 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 I hurt their feelings if the dog, you know, if it didn't catch them uh, in time enough for the dog to bite them. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America would would look at me in a different way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but with champagne, I don't need to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but the but the, the the feelings are still the same. Mm-hmm. The emotions are still the same. It's just that um, because it's so close to home, being human, mm-hmm. in the sense uh, that you don't want to emphasize it and make the human become, you know, over dramatical or over, you know, theatrical. Right. You know, uh, you don't want to you don't want to act when the actor is already acting. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, yeah. You know, so so to me, in in the in the running the Sahara, I think it, it it did have a very big human unspoken thing of um, you know humans towards the challenge, you know, and 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 all the no pun intended, all all the stones in the road, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 how you you. You overcome all that stuff, you know. I thought very important the kids. You know, I was very lucky. You know, that someone introduced me to the the North Carolina uh, choir with those kids singing. I thought right. they brought a lot of heart to it too. You know, um, so that's how I I, I tend to look. Uh, you know, nothing new from any other uh, person that approaches you know uh, music without words. You know, it's how, how can I say what I need to say without saying too much? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's crazy. The, the, the lack of words sometimes make you say too much. Mm-hmm. Because you that's why sometimes I feel it's so important that you feel collabor- that you are collaborating with the director and the producers because they are also ears and eyes to your music and saying man maybe you know i think you've gone a little too far here you know or or you may think that you know it's emotional enough you know but it's still not touching the core 
of the emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can afford to be just a little, go dig a little deeper. And, 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 and because, it's, because it's a human scenario, then I think the more humans you have, <laughs> the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess rewinding a little bit, you you did a solo album uh, called Untold Stories, which uh, I really enjoyed. And, it, and you know, it wasn't a score, but I think it really had an organic inspiration, you know, in the music. And uh, do you think you'd ever do something like that again? Oh, yes. With the only difference that maybe I would orchestrate it, mm-hmm. you know, instead of being more uh, in, uh, using, you know, material, you know, instruments of, uh, you know, different ethnicities and yeah. and electronics and, you know, like off the pop world. I think I'm so more and more... Uh, the orchestra, uh, without me forcing, you know, but the movie is asking for it. You know, definitely now it has become part of my daily life. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I study and I read about it as much as I study and read about it, uh, 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 the guitar. You know, because uh, it's one thing that I would like to tell you, Kai, is that as, as much as I, I have sometimes to go to the piano to check things, mm-hmm. I try to write from the guitar. You right. may hear the guitar in the score, you know, like this must, for example, it hardly has guitar. Yeah, yeah. You know, to a certain degree, the, the speakable me hardly has guitar, you know, considering that was so pop-based in a way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, um, so I've tried not to force that thing into anybody's movie, per se. Mm-hmm. You know, if I feel that it's applicable, then I'm the first one to say, hey, you got a guitar player for free. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. I I don't force at all. But I do study to this day the dynamics, the compositional dynamics of the guitar. You know, uh, I study orchestration from the Berlioz school. Berlioz was a guitar player himself, and sometimes I can see why some choices and the way he approaches certain uh, you know spacing. In, in, in voicings and stuff, and, and I, to a certain degree, I kind of hear a guitar player behind those suggestions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, so I, I, keep, I keep the guitar as a compositional tool very alive, you know, in my everyday writing music kind of life. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. It's your, you know, that's your, your instrument. That's what's closest to you, so, and it's, I feel like that's, that's that's cool that it originates from there. Yeah, you know, if, you know, all these all these toys are pretty much geared up to be controlled by pianos. You know, yeah. I I work a little harder, you know, to 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 control from the guitar. But having said that, is a guitar that is a counterpunctual guitar. You know, it's more based on a classical guitar. It's more based on I don't know if you're familiar with the music of. Uh, George Van Epps, you know, it's an American jazz guitar player from the 20s, 30s, 40s. Mm, I uh, have seven guitar. Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, amazing. I mean, he wrote amazing books. He's, he wrote a treaty on, on you know, two-part voicing, three-part voicing, you know, uh, for the guitar. So when you 
when you get into it, you know, the only way that you take advantage of it, it's really knowing it mm-hmm. and throw it because of the, you know, the many possibilities of the fingerings and all that stuff. You, ha- you really have to study it. Yeah. And so that's why when I say the guitar, it's not like the guitar that comes from one guy following one single note, you know, one note at a time. You know, but it's the guitar that comes from the transcriptions of Bach music, you know, the studies of Villa Lobos, you know, all the all the, the repertoire of Leo Brower for modern guitar playing, you know, the the Cuban composer. Mm-hmm. You know, and because there's a great a great repertoire for the guitar, you know, the, the seven strings repertoire that came from Russia, you know, uh, it's amazing music that when you get into it and, and you think with the, <laughs> you think with the ears of an orchestra, <laughs> <laughs> then, then it's no different than you writing something on the piano and you're still having to transcribe it to the orchestra. Right. You know, sometimes I hear a piece of music the same way I imagine a piano player would be reducing it to the piano, an orchestral piece, I'm, I'm already thinking how it would be that reduction for the guitar, even though I know that sometimes it's hard, you know, but the guitar that I imagine has 15 strings, so I can actually have the whole range of the orchestra. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I play an eight-strings guitar, and I've played for a long time, you know, so, um, yeah. That, that, so I think it's important to say, Kaya, just because I find that sometimes people feel shy of, uh, guitar players feel shy of having to, of writing orchestral music from the guitar because you are not supposed to. No, man, you know, you can sing orchestral music, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want, you know, uh, but you have just to, to, to create your personal system. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. So, I guess to slowly, I guess, wrap things up, what's what's the hardest part about telling a story through music? The hardest part? Um, like conveying, is it getting into the characters' heads? Is it trying to evoke an emotion that maybe the picture isn't saying, or is it just... Yeah, what what's what what do you find the most difficult part of storytelling with music? Um I think the the hardest bit is um it's if the acting is not good. Mhm. You know, cuz then then, you know, uh, if you don't believe in the DNA of it all, music or not, then, you know, it's very hard with music to convince people otherwise. You know, it's, it, then it's manipulating, and, I, and, I don't, and I'm not in that business. Right. You know what I mean? I, I'm in the business of reinforcing... Uh, 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 emotion and and making the trip to the cinema worth worth it of doing it. Mm-hmm. Of of after you finish the movie, you know, and you are at home next morning preparing breakfast, and you 
discover that you are you're still whistling the melody of the movie, which means you brought the movie home. Mm-hmm. You know, so to me, I think, um, me, it's, I, I find it, uh, that's when it ma- makes it a little harder. But but you still have to do it. You still have to do it. Right. So that's why then, to me, um, I, I I really rely on melodies a lot. You know, I always I always think that there is always a melody to as simple as, as it may be. You know, it can be a a, a a grouping of three notes. You know, minimalistic, repeat, repetitive, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's impression. Um, I always find that the the movie can always take something like that, other than a part that lasts eight minutes. Yeah, you I mean, know? I always need a melody. Like, I need something that that can stand on its own, and like otherwise, the music kind of falls in the background and doesn't, you know, it's not doing what it I think should be doing at least. Yeah, because yeah, so you know, you know, but. When I said the acting, to me, the, 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 it's it's just or the, it's just because then it's more dangerous. A melody becomes more dangerous because you could be, you know, hurting what's already kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I I, te- I tend to take a long time, and you know, it's like I write very fast, but then every like beginning of week, I play the movie from the beginning and see, you know, okay, and play without music. Right. And say, okay, if I wasn't starting this movie today, who am I today? You know, what have I lived since the last time I wrote some music for this movie or I watched this movie without my music on it? What, what uh, this movie is telling to me today that I didn't hear a week ago? Mm-hmm. I always give, you know, the benefit of the doubt to the movie itself rather than myself. <laughs> you know, I yeah. always feel I'm, I've missed something, you know, and I could, and, and I still have time to, to recover. <laughs> so you're always, you're always analyzing then. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm always, yeah, I'm always, uh, I think I'm always like a friend to the picture saying, hey, tell me more about you. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> That's good though, but, um, <laughs> and uh so i guess i always like to ask composers uh if uh if you had the opportunity to rescore any film ever made without any disrespect to the original composer uh what what movie would you choose what movie would i choose to try to you know if some movie that you like that you'd like to take a crack at and maybe try it yourself but you know no disrespect to the original composer Oh man, with Moses' respect. Huh? The mission. The mission. Ooh, that's <laughs> my one of my favorite scores. <laughs> Mine too. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mine too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good pick. I'm surprised nobody has picked that yet. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, yeah. I find it. I find it. Uh, you know, another one that I tell you could, be have, could have been very interesting, just differently, uh, a Fitzcarraldo. Mm, okay. Uh, that's a weird one. You yeah. know, it's like, um, uh, 
uh, I, I like some Fassbinder ones, you know, early Fassbinder movies, you know, mm -hmm. those German kind of movies that, you know, a week later you realize, oh man, that movie actually messed with me. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think those, those are the kind of movies that I would love to, to, to see if, you know, just to mess with it and see, I mean, would it still, you know, how that, that how that, uh, that emotion that it was left in me, if the music was different, you know, uh, it's like this, there are certain storytellings mm -hmm. that, 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 that they are so powerful and so well put together that I think it would be open to 180 degrees in a choice of score. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, like, uh, for example, uh, I tell you one. To me, it's very clear that um, Marlon Brando, Apocalypse Now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, the electronic kind of modernistic, you know, uh, avant-garde kind of thing that his father did, you know, Coppola's father did. I think it's amazing. It's a great choice. But I bet there is a fully weird orchestral mixed with some ethnic from that area, you know, that could have been like as impactful as. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I'm, know? I'm always I'm always a fan of bringing in the the setting into the score and making the audience feel like they've, you know, that they're there. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. Nowadays, huh? I mean, you can travel anywhere very quick on your laptop. You know, get in touch with people. I have movies I recorded the melodies in Bangalore. <laughs> you know, because I like that. You know, the Indian style of like almost like a voice. The the the, the string orchestra almost sounds like somebody singing. You know, and I and and I asked them to you know two sessions. The and I sung the melody for them, and you know, and and they sent me the hard drives a week later. You know, wow. And, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, oh man, it's so possible. It's so possible. You know, yeah, that's why I feel I, can, I can't wait to do other movies that are not only just, because I love children's movies, you know, because um, the orchestra can be colorful, you know, you have to, there are curves everywhere and you cannot miss one, otherwise you go down the precipice, <laughs> you know. So you are always attentive to the driving per se, and in an animation. But uh, I really look forward also to movies that allow you to sometimes write like enormous long cues uh, that uh, influenced, you know, in, infused a lot with those elements that you said you like too. You know the yeah the the, the ethnic and the mm -hmm. yeah the smells yeah. and the and the taste. Huh? Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, that's all I have for you today. Okay, man. I'm so so. Thank you so much for this. This was, I you know, talking to you was so much fun. But uh, so I really hope we could do it again sometime. Yeah, man, definitely. <laughs>